Hey, Dan. Hey, Tim. Would you like to hear a joke? Uh, no. I have to be <laughs> oh, all right. Well, let's just start, shall we? No. <laughs> okay. uh, I have to be careful how I pronounce this one. Mm. Have you ever tried to eat a clock? <laughs> <laughs> it's funny already. Uh, no, I haven't. Oh, maybe you should. No, I'm just joking. Um, it's time consuming, but I hear it's a great way to go back for seconds. <laughs> Thank you, Chat GPT, for that. Funny. <laughs> Weird joke. Funny. All right, let's go. Hi, this is Tim. This is just a heads up that all the advice you're hearing in this podcast is general in nature. If you want something more specific, then feel free to contact us. Drunk accountant, drunk account, drunk, drunk, to drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk account, drunk, drunk, to drunk account, drunk account, drunk account, drunk account. Hello and welcome to the podcast. My name is Dan. And I'm Tim. And I almost forgot to unmute him. <laughs> <laughs> we're still we're still coming into form this year. Still coming into form. Still coming into form. Uh, Tim. What, what is the Tim, Tim and Dan Low? Tim, we've got a very special Tim and Dan Low because... Yes, we uh, do. It, it is February. <laughs> and last year we did Love Yourself February. And now we're doing... Do you remember, remember Love Yourself Fe- uh, February? Oh my God, that's gone fast. Yeah. Now we're doing Judge Yourself February. Judge Yourself February. Now we were meant to have our, <laughs> our annual podcast with Jay Merrilies, uh, Bulletproof leader, yes. Jay Merrilies. Apo- uh, apologies from Jay. Uh, I, I like to say he's the uh, Jason Stratham of the Two Drunk Accountants. 100%. Um, yeah. Looks like him. Sounds talks like him. Talks like him. Yeah. Uh, but he talks about health. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's the Jason Statham. Statham, uh, sorry, I said Stratham. Statham uh, of improving mm. your health, exactly, and wellness. Yeah, They're like he attacks unhealth and unwellness. Yeah, like Jason Statham in an action movie. Yeah, like the beekeeper killing the bad guy. Yeah, uh, I went and saw the beekeeper. Pretty good. Good. Pretty good. Not on Jay. Pretty, well pretty, pretty good. All right, let's let's start so, because yeah. what, what we've done in 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 previous years in February mm. we've had down, we've spoken about hey. We should get a whole bunch of like health tests. Yeah, we said that last year. And we should compare. Never happened, which is pretty rare for the show. Yeah, hashtag the drunkies. Um, (laughs) But then we got Sarah to start making show notes for us. Correct. Big shout out to Sarah because she Mm. went back and show noted Jay's episode last year. Which you can find on the show notes on our website, by the way, twodrunkaccountants.com. Yeah, they're really good. And there's yeah. links to everything. Yep. Uh, Sarah's doing a great job there. Yeah. Uh, and it, she heard in that episode us say, we should go get DEXA scans yep. and then do like a challenge or something. So well, she Sarah books them in. in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and on a Monday night at 7.30, yep. I got my DEXA scan. And I got mine just before <laughs> you. So what we want to do is um, in in honor of Jay, who will eventually come on the podcast again. But, we were um, going to go through this with Jay. But we're just going to go through them and we're going to compare yeah. our bodies. And, <laughs> and, <laughs> and um, to be like for clarity, uh, just so you know, Dan and I have not shared no. the results with each other yet. We've been waiting a few weeks. We did this two weeks ago. and I'd say my results are different already. Yeah. By we, the way. <laughs> you, what, you've ridden to work once and then you've ridden out? <laughs> the day after I got this scan, I rode my bike to work. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we, we purposely did not tell each other what this scan. So if you don't know what a DEX scan is, it does like a full body scan and it tells you things about your uh, percentage of fat, your yeah. muscle, your bone density, mm. uh, and a f- bunch of other things. Um, and so if you want to hear a lot about two podcast hosts that you didn't really want to know, <laughs> hang in there because you're about to hear a lot. Well, 
um, there's also an image. Do you see the image? Yeah. So we're both looking at our results show here. Me, yeah. Show me your image. I'll show you my image, right, but ready? I'm not going to show any of the other my results. Okay, yeah, me either. So, all right, ready? There's a car. Orange is what you want. Oh, but you've zoomed in a bit more. You're, you're looking a bit bigger than me there. No, I'm huge. Yeah. They literally look the same. Oh, no, you can see I'm a bit more, like, smaller than you. My shoulders are wider than yours. Yeah. Um, we both have fat heads, apparently, at the top there. Oh, that's interesting. Why, why is mine, like, there's oh. a whole, like, a darker region around the mid, like, the just below the waist there? What's that about? <laughs> why don't you have that? <laughs> so, it's just some strange lean mess. Uh, maybe we should, Sarah, if, you, Sarah, if you're listening to this, which you should be because it's your job now. Um, we can post these. Yeah, put up the photos yeah. of that we're talking about right here and yeah. get people to vote on who is who. Who is who. I yeah. like that. Okay. All right, let's, uh, let's dive in. Why don't we start top line, Tim? Let's compare body fat percentage. Uh, and uh, let's, let's go through and say, before we say it, who do you think is better or worse? Mm. I think I have a higher body fat percentage than you. So you're right. You're just to the right of the, just to the right of the, of the and, image. And this is total body fat, total body fat. The okay. number that is yep. there. Right. Um, Do you yeah, think I you're think, higher or lower? I think I'm lower. I think I'm higher. Okay. Yeah. So what was yours? 23. Oof. Wow. That's surprising. I mean, I'm not that much better. I'm 21.1. Yeah. So cool. interesting. That was, yeah. And that, yeah. Like there was one specific fail I had yep. and uh, yeah, I'm not happy about it to be honest, but uh, most of the fat ones are pretty good yep. for me. You've always been fairly lean. So you're fat. <laughs> not fat. <laughs> I'm within the range of normal. <laughs> it's still not a fail compared to mine, which was at like a legit fail. All right. So All right, uh, total mass. Total mass, uh, 80.7 kilos. I was 82. Really? Yep. God, you're light now. Yep. You, you've been, in, you've been as like. You've been much higher than that before. Much higher. Jeez. Uh, fat mass. Uh, this is annoying because they put in grams. Should yeah. Be, should be kilograms. 16,240, yeah. which is 16 kilos. I guess. Yeah, I'm at 18 kilos. Yeah, okay. There you go. Well, that's the reason for the yeah. difference in the percentage. Correct. I have a huge booty. Yeah, you Beyonce. My, I'm going to start calling you Beyonce. Beyonce. Yeah, bootylicious. <laughs> Are you ready for this jelly? Yeah, no one is. <laughs> no one's ready for my jelly. <laughs> Actually, now you, now I think about it, you've been walking so much on the treadmill, <laughs> but also you ate like a whole box of cookies. So I'm that's confused. why I'm on the treadmill. I'm confused. Uh, uh, lean uh, mass, I reckon we're roughly the same because yeah. the two kilo differences is fat. So you're at about sixty. I'm 1, sixty. 000. Yeah, sixty six hundred. Right. Interesting. Yeah. So um, my uh, yeah okay. Interesting. Okay. Cool. 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 All right. Cool. Let's. We're going to skip. What's BM? I don't know. We're going to skip that one. Uh, all right, let's scroll. Oh, that's let's bone mineral content. How heavy are your bones? Uh, I want to get to that one. <laughs> heavy bone? I want to get that when we get to the proper page on that. All right. Let's keep comparing. Lean right. mass and lean mass index. What is your lean mass index? Now, this was my, this was my big fail. So I, I, you tell me after hearing all that, yeah. those stats, because now you can kind of work it out. Yeah. Do you think yours is better than me or not? No, I'd assume that you have a better lean mass index because you're... Maybe, but I'm lighter. So but only two kilos. Right. Well, mine was 17.6. Exactly. 17.06 is what I was. Uh, and that wasn't a fail. Oh, and this is, this is lean mass as a proportion to height as well. So Correct. that's why that's interesting. I'm too. slightly higher. taller than me. Yeah. yeah. That is a fail. She, no, I was well within the range on that. She told me I was not in the range on that. Really? Yeah. So this is Cassie. Yeah. Shout out to Cassie. She, she did a great job scanning us here. 
Um, it says here you have to be between... 19 to 20. Oh, sorry. This is lean mass index. Sorry. No. This is the muscle mass. I always fail. Yeah. I mean, this... this, I always fail. Like, I knew I wasn't going to be good, but like... Yep. Und, uh, that's 17.6. It says you should be around 19 to 20. Yep. I, ha- I was exactly saying that's my, that's my only fail. That was my big, f- like, yep. I walked away. I was like, oh my God. I needed to gain I muscle. I enough muscle. Yeah. I was the exact I same. Felt, I felt terrible I, about that I, one. And I, I, I was just thinking like, God, I'm, I'm in better shape than I've been in years. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. 100%. 100%. So Orford, uh, men on the street, Orford and I, we, we were, com- well, he hasn't shown me what he suffered, yeah. but we were talking about it and he was saying, oh, my lean mass index would be huge. I'm like, yeah, but if we talk absolute values, I'd have heaps more muscle than him because I'm so much <laughs> taller. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> absolute values. Yeah. yeah I, I like that. I like that. No yeah. proportions. No. Let's not go into proportions. Uh, so this is the one that I was almost bad on, which was the body fat percentage. Uh, sorry, no, the um, body tissue fat max fat index. Oh, the fat mass. Index. I was a five. Um, oh. Normal is between three and six. So I was still, I was still in normal. Yeah. I'm 4.69. Yeah. So not that much less than me. Hmm. But yeah, uh, no, we're, we're yeah. almost like the same. Yeah. It's interesting. Uh, she said, don't even worry about the BMI. Oh yeah. It doesn't, doesn't count. All right. Are you, oh. what is your uh, hip to waist ratio? Yeah. I'm a pair. I'm a pair. Um, oh, sorry. But what's the rate? What's the A slash G ratio? Uh, the AG ratio, 0.92. I'm 0.94. Oh, you got me there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the... Oh, Android and gynoid. Yeah. So Android is associated with apple-shaped body types. Yeah. With excess fat around the abdomen, trunk, and inside the abdominal cavity. Yeah. Whereas gynoid is associated with pear-shaped body types with excess fat around the hips, thighs, and buttocks. That's what I said. I, I'm, which is what I'm, you want. I'm more gynoid because I have a bootylicious. Yes. So. Oh, men with a waist of hip ratio of greater than 1.0 have increased, increased risk, risk of, of cardiovascular illness. Yeah, so I'm just below that though. She said that was fine. That was like normal. Mm. So okay. she told me that that ratio is fine. Yeah. Anyway, this next one I was, I was pretty proud of. The yep. visceral fat. Visceral. Oh yeah, okay. Hold on. Not bone man. Not bone it's on mineral. The same page. Hold on. Go back up. Oh, back up. Oh, we skipped over it, did we? This one. Oh, here we go. Yes, the one that's highlighted. Yellow? No. Fat mass G. Oh yeah, yeah. Two thirty-eight. Two thirty-eight. What? What do you have? Two hundred. Two oh two. So the visceral fat is... It needs to be between 120 and mm. 940 in normal ranges. I am, That's a huge I am almost athlete. Wow. I'm at 200, so I'm, I'm 80 off athlete. 80 but off. Still, so if you look on... 40 less than me, but... If you look on that scale, I'm like, my visceral fat, great. So... Yours is also very good, by yeah, the way. Yeah, no, no, I'm happy with that. Yeah. But, uh, but I was stoked with how little mine was. Yeah. So, uh, what's that? I just have subcutaneous fat, yeah, okay. which just means I'm eating too many cookies and oh, shit over the, Christmas. The, so, the subcutaneous fat is stored like outside. Correct. And then like there's an image here. Visceral and fat. And it almost looks like it's, it's an organ, the visceral yeah. fat. Visceral fats are the ones that are around your organs yeah. and it's no good. That's the stuff that'll kill you. Ooh, all right. Yeah. Well, I'm glad mine's 238, but I would like to decrease that. I'm 202. I'm glad that I'm better than you in one fat topic. <laughs> um, now, this one I was the most proud of. Bone mineral density? Yeah. <laughs> I have huge bones. Look, I was right at the top too. I mean, I was pretty happy. 
What's decide. what's your um uh, what's BMD? your number? BMD? Yep. BMD. Uh one point three eight eight. Ah, you're better than me. <laughs> I was one point three three oh. I was basically off the chart though. Yeah, well, look, look at mine. You really are very close to the top of that oh, chart. I've got big bones. Yeah, and I, I was a T-score of one point. Oh, see, that annoys me. You're in the 97th percentile of, of bone density. <laughs> I, was in, I was only in the 90th. And I've still broken a bone. I've still broken I've a never bone. broken a bone. Well, I've Maybe he's mine. had one dad. There's yeah, a look, lemon. The scan might have included my, um, yeah, my actually, metal. No, cheat. <laughs> cheat. My metal collarbone. Did you disclose that? Uh, They've got to take at least, ask. no, they need to take at least 0.8 of a percentile, um, eight percentile off that. That would, that would make you about 89. Oh, that's funny. I'm 90. So that would make me just one, <laughs> one more than you. <laughs> For all those listening, Tim has a uh, robotic collarbone. Yeah, I do. I broke my collarbone once yeah. playing footy and I haven't gotten the plate taken out. Yep. Uh, what about Dan? Resting metabolic rate. This was interesting. Yeah. So, so this, this is, is how much if you lay down on your back all day mm. and did nothing. Yeah. Literally, you just like it's your eyelids. How much moving. do you burn? Like, what do you need to consume to say exactly the same? Sixteen seventy-two. Okay. Sixteen eighty-two for me. Interesting. So, <laughs> that's weird. That must be because I have that two kilos of extra fat. My connection here was the amount of muscle you have um, affects how much. Uh, you need to eat more if you've got more muscle. It affects your yeah. metabolic rate. So yeah. you want a higher metabolic rate, which is why having more muscle mass is a positive thing yeah. because it will consume calories. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Which is, you know, Jay will explain that much better than yeah. me. But uh, uh, this next one represents the relative amount of muscle in the arms and legs. Uh, this Men should have it actually. above 7.26. Yeah. Did you, did you hear that? I was 7.99. <sighs> 8.18. Oof. <laughs> that's the ratio that's between the arms or something. Yeah. It? Like that's, what is that? It says slash M squared. Well, if you, so if you scroll all the way back to the top. Meter squared. If you scroll all the way back to the top, we yeah. can compare lean mass in our arms and legs. Oh, yes. Okay. All right. We're getting, we're getting very specific here. You want to know. If you haven't tuned uh, out already. Uh, so your right arm, what is the uh, lean mass in your right arm? 4.28 kilos. 4,028 grams? No, 4,288. 4, 4, oh, you beat me. 4,028 was mine. This is weird because that that's yeah. why I got a bit confused there. Your left? Uh, 4,030. So my left actually has more lean mass than my right. Which so, is so was I, 4,379. So my arms are bigger than your yeah, arms. Yeah, you have more lean mass than your arms. Huge. Jeez, man. You get to do more leg day. Yeah, I've just been doing too many up. So it's my, le- it's my legs. And so, so what's your right leg? My right leg is 10,129. Yeah, you have, you have bigger muscly legs. Mine's 9,814. Whoa. Left leg, 9,920. So my right leg's bigger than my left, uh, which is probably because I injured my knee a few years ago. Uh, 10,124. My left leg is bigger than my right. And do you know what's funny? When I told Orford mm. that... Um, one of my scores, he said, oh, you're skipping legs day. That's where all the muscle comes from. <laughs> yeah. He said, your upper body is fine, but you're probably yes. just not doing enough legs because that's where heaps of the mass mm-hmm. is. There you go. So if I do more legs, then my mass, would, I'd, I'd, that this 17.09 would yeah. be back up well, at 19. That's why I started riding my bike. I just thought, well, that'd be really good for my legs. Like mm. do get more leg strengthening because that's mm. what the bike is. It's just, you know. yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, that, it just I just picked something interesting out here. Then we're going to move on. But um because I'm sure people don't want to hear it too much about our bodies. Mm. My left leg in fat mass, way more than my right leg. Check this out. 
3,200 fat mass on my left leg. 2,900 on my right. So my left leg is, is thinner than my right leg. But by more much? muscly. By 300 grams? No, by 100. 300 grams is heaps. That is heaps. That doesn't seem right. That is a lot. What's like your trunk? D- uh, trunk fat? Yeah, and muscle. Uh, lean mass is... Oh, it's more than... My legs. 28,874. 28,668. Mm. But my fat, what's your fat? 7,105. <sighs> yeah, that's where all my fat is. 8,800. Shit. Like an extra kilo of fat in my midsection. Holy crap. That's mental. What about, actually, here's proof. My gynoid fat versus mm. my android fat. Ah, uh, yes. My android is 1,057. My gynoid is 2,600. Yep. My android is 1,245. So not that different to you. Mm. My gynoid, 3,024. Wow. I've got cushion for pushing. <laughs> <laughs> That's so interesting. Yeah. There we go. So wow. uh, we did it. We compared. That's good. So we both need I more muscle, we, which I think it's yeah. we, we can factor up like from the waist up, we're ripped. Yeah. It's, well, it's, it's down. Seek for yourself. Right? It's down. My left leg in particular is, is full of mass. Yeah. <laughs> Might not be they don't tell mass. me about a different mass area, though. That <laughs> I think, anyway, I won't get into it. But <laughs> is that what the bone was? <laughs> yeah, bone density. Bone yeah, density. yeah. Uh, but yours is off the chart. That doesn't sound right either. <laughs> Such All right, high schoolers. Yeah, immature. That's a good one, Dan. I mean, it's good to do. Anyone who's thinking about getting a DEXA scan, yeah. uh, we're Riverside. not even sponsored by DEXA. River, we just decided yeah. to do it. Riverside Dexa mm. scans over at West Gosford. All right. A uh, little shout out. Let's move on to the uh, business update sponsored by Cats Accountants. Thank you, Cats, for sponsoring the business update today. What have you got for us today, Dan? Uh, interest rates on hold, inflation lower or mm-hmm. is lowering, um, mm-hmm. which is, you know, good, good things. Very good. Um, They're talking about maybe uh, two rate drops this year. <whistles> wow. Well, let's see what happens um, with the next piece of news, which is that the stage three tax cuts are going to go through, it seems. That's good. Um, Because the coalition are going to... Yeah, they've said they will um, support it through the parliament because they're not going to stop families getting relief, uh, but they disagree Mm. with it. Mm. Um, I would think if you disagreed, don't vote for it. Uh, You seem to not have an issue with that in the past. Let's say a referendum or anything else. (laughs) That was fine. True. Mm. True, Dan. Very, very good point. Yeah. Anyway. Another very uh, interesting thing this week was, uh, I forget the name of it, but there was an inquiry into price gouging. Yeah, there was. And it came back saying, yes, indeed, there has been price gouging and there needs to be more competition Mm -hmm. in uh, air travel, uh, utilities, Mm -hmm. groceries, and potentially one more, which is slipping my mind right now. But yeah. uh, those are the big, those are the big ones, and we've all felt it. Absolutely, felt it. and that basically means like um, big airlines or uh, grocery stores are all charging higher prices than they need to be. Yeah, they've gone up disproportionately to what inflation would otherwise yeah. say, which is adding pressure to households. Yep, which, which is shit. It is shit. I should have bleeped myself. Yeah. That's shit. yeah. No, that is completely shit. <laughs> <laughs> You just bleep my laugh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's not cool. I mean, I'm pretty upset about Shame that. on you. But the, part, part of the findings in the report is like that the, the ACCC needs more resources to pursue these price gouging companies. And it's like, 
They already have so many resources and they're doing nothing mm. as far as I can tell. Like who were they chasing? Who needed if an inquiry? Yeah. Woolworths and Coles. Who needed an inquiry yeah. to know that like, electri- like electricity and gas companies mm. are charging more than it's costing them yep. in a disproportionate way? Mm. No one needed that. Um, no. So what's going to be done about it? That's what I want to know. I don't know. That's all riot. That's the next thing. That's the next thing. There's, there's the inquiry, there's the outrage, and then hopefully we see some actions. I, I imagine when the budget comes around uh, in a couple of months' time, we'll be hearing an extra lot of funding for the ACCC and mm. whatever it is to help families alleviate the burden of costs. Yeah, I mean, it's totally unfair. Mm. Uh, yeah, they're taking uh, advantage. Can we make sure this year that we actually do a proper budget reply speech? Yes. You know, every year we speak about we should do a budget reply speech. Yeah. Uh, we should do it this year. All right. All right. Next on the agenda, Tim, tight ass tip. Yeah, which is going to be a Dan's dollar saver, right? That is right. right. So, um, Tim, I'm going to um, I'm going to Tassie. Going to Tassie yes. in, uh, in April. Yes, you are. And uh, I have to hire a car when I'm there. Yep. Driving around, go mm-hmm. see the places. Mm, a lot of driving in Tassie. A lot of driving in Tassie. Um, cars are expensive to hire, especially in Tassie. Super expensive because uh, there's not that many cars on the island. Not uh, that many cars. Relatively new technology. Yeah. Uh, to Tasmania, They're new to cars. Uh, motor vehicles. They're new to cars. Um, they're, they're, they just walk everywhere. Yeah. So <laughs> imagine. Just joking. I love Tassie. Uh, so when I'm looking at Tim, I was, I was sitting there, I was thinking, like, surely, surely, I've, I've got a discount to this somewhere. Mm. Surely something that I'm a member of mm. has some type of agreement that gives those members. Uh, a benefit. And so Dan's dollar saver this week is don't forget about your member benefits to any associations that you were a part of. Yes, good. I like that. That's very broad. Because the CPA, Mm. and uh, they've done very little for me, the CPA, (laughs) uh, the CPA had um, a member benefit with uh, Europe Car. And uh, I was able to get my car for the whole trip half the price that's crazy half the price it's ridiculous how good is that uh well it's that very almost good. pays for my cpa membership this year oh, that's huge massive uh, i feel good for you dan mm. i feel bad for me for having rented many cars in the last several years mm. and not knowing that yep so but very bad for me but this extends further there's all sorts of benefits that say the cpa but like even if you're like you're on telstra you get cheap movie tickets you yes. get cheap, all sorts I mean, of stuff. Yeah, you got to make the most of that stuff. Make the most of your member benefits. Definitely. That is the Dan's dollar save this I week. Like it, it w- it's not like a Tim's Titus tip. You know, when I'm coming in, I'm throwing the big guns. <laughs> I'm swinging for a home run I in mean, my Dan's dollar savers. You saved a lot of money there. So Heaps. I, I would change the name of the segment. I, don't know. I would say that I've saved more in this week's Dan's dollar saver than you've saved in 99% of your Tim's tip, Titus tips added up. That is a huge call. Cumulative. Uh, well, showering in the rain will save you Sense. a lot mm. because I mean, how many times do you shower, Dan? And how uh, many times does it rain? You don't need to. I didn't say shower <laughs> every day. Also, shower less. All right, whatever. <laughs> Turn off your hot water system. D- Dan's dollar savers. You're gonna, you're gonna save so much money. Uh, let's move on, shall we, to this week's main topic. This week's main topic. Uh, so we just did a webinar with the fantastic uh, people over at Tax Nuggets. You yeah. may remember uh, Joyce 
coming on the podcast for a brewing a business episode. Yeah, Joyce is a legend. Joyce is a ledge. What a ledge! Mm. And uh, we did one um, with with their audiences all around uh, ways to talk to your um, uh, clients about cash flow uh, and about profitability. Uh, this is if you're an accountant. Yeah, that that uh, mm. tax nuggets, which mm. which Joyce is the founder of, mm. uh, is for accountants. It's, Correct. It's training and education for accountants. Yeah. Now we know not all of our listeners are accountants. No. There's accountants, there's bookkeepers, and there's business owners. Yep. Lots of business owners. Um, so and yeah, so we're going to frame this from the perspective of why you and your business mm-hmm. you should be doing uh, bottom up budgeting. Yep. You should be looking at the seven ways to grow. Yep. And you should have a bank account cash flow system. Correct. So we're just going to quickly run through all three. Uh, if you're an accountant or a bookkeeper, join Tax Nuggets and go watch the full webinar there. But if you're a business owner, we've done episodes on these individual things in the past. You can go mm. back and find a whole episode on bottom-up budget, a whole episode on the seven ways to grow, and a whole episode on uh, a cash flow system like Profit First. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's dive through why we're putting these three things together. Mm-hmm. People don't know... Um, most small business owners, when you're looking at your, your, your profit and loss, your balance sheet, your cash flow statement, you don't really know what you're looking for. It doesn't give you actions. It doesn't help you actually implement the mm. changes that you want, right? Yeah. I mean, we go to school and we go to university mm. and unless you do an accounting degree mm. or maybe like a business- <laughs> Who would do that? Yeah. <laughs> Who would? Mm. Uh, then you basically have never seen a profit and loss report. Yep. Correct. And so that's a really sad thing yeah. because- uh, as a business owner, that's what you're going to be looking at a lot, mm-hmm. hopefully, to tell if you're doing any good in business. Um, so, uh, this proposes basically making things simpler yep. for you so that you don't need to have an accounting mm-hmm. degree. Yep. Uh, you can just do like back of the envelope yep. um, calculations mm-hmm. and figure out what your sales target should be. Yep. So that's like the bottom-up budget. Correct. So he, he, this is the first of the three tools to get you started on growing your business and becoming more profitable and have more cash. Mm. Step one, bottom-up budget. Start with what you want. What do you want to take from the business? What mm. increase in cash does the business need? What profit uh, do you need to put to, say, uh, new assets or whatever in the business? Add all those up. Start there. Gross it up for tax. Yep. Add, in, add in your overheads. Divide that by your gross profit percentage and you will figure out what your sales need to be. Mm. If nothing else changes uh, to achieve the goals that you've just written down. Now, there was a few little accounting jargons in there. Correct. So let's, just, let's just go through that again. Yep. So let's say you want $200,000 next year. Yep. Between you and your wife, if, if, you, if she's working in the business or yep. just you, mm-hmm. just you, you want 200 grand. Um, that could be some money you want to buy some equipment with that could be you want to pay down a loan yep. and you want um, 150 grand in wages. Yep. Well, that's your profit after tax. Now, tax uh, is very easy to figure out what it's going to be because your profit after tax, if you're a company, is mm-hmm. likely to be 75%. Yep. So, a little simple uh, algebra there, divide by 75 times by 100, you're going to figure out what your profit before tax yep. needs to be. Correct. Um, and then um, you should hopefully have a, a, a grip on what your expenses are in your business. Yeah, this, these might be your employees, your insurance, your accounting fees, mm-hmm. your rent. Um, so that's what Dan referred to as overheads. Overheads, just uh, other costs that aren't the direct cost of, say, the product you buy and then sell. Yep. Or so like even if you're not earning any sales, mm. these will be expenses Correct. in your business. 
So add all those up and add that to the profit after tax figure that you just calculated before. So figure out yep. 12 months of your expenses, yep. which you can just look at the last 12 months of expenses in your Zero or Maya yep. or QuickBooks. Now, if you're a professional services business and um, you've included your wage and the wage of your team in that first figure, that might be it. You've just figured out what your sales need to be. It needs to be those two things added together. Um, if you're someone who sells a product, or um, you have um, you're a tradesperson, you're a tradesperson, manufacturer. Correct. Then you have what's called a gross profit percentage, and that's when you have your sales, and then you take out the costs of providing that product. So I, I sell mugs. Mm-hmm. It costs me two dollars to manufacture that mug, and I sell it for five dollars. Mm. Therefore, you know, two dollars divided by five dollars. Uh, that's my. 60% gross profit margin. Yeah. So if every dollar right. sale, yep. you are left with 60 cents Correct. to cover your expenses. Correct. So essentially what you do is you just divide the figure that we came to before. The gross profit, which is the, the profit plus your yep. expenses. By 60. Divide it by 60. Times by 100. Times by 100. And you're going to get your sales figure. Beautiful. And that's and, the sales target. And now what you do is just look at that sales target and you look at what you have been achieving and you see, is there a difference between the two? And often what I'll do here mm. with clients is I'll divide that sales target by 12 because we've just done a year. Yep. Um, or even by 52 to give them a weekly target. Yep. Hey, um, this is what you need to hit in sales each week to be able to achieve that $200,000 we started with that you want. Yep. Um, it must also be said like, Let's get really clear on that two hundred grand too. Like we we kind of skip past that a little, but a yeah. personal budget helps there yes. too. But yeah, I mean that there's a really nice reality check, mm-hmm. isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Immediately you know, am I earning enough to achieve my goals this year? Mm. And if I'm not, okay, well now I need to do something about it. So what are you going to do about it, Dan? How how are you going to improve that? How do I find out what actions I should be taking? Mm. Well, seven ways to grow your business is a good tool to use to set um, a framework around those actions to how to address the gap that we're looking at right now. Yep. Now, if you're unfamiliar with the seven ways to grow your business, we've done a whole episode about this in the past, but mm-hmm. essentially it, it identifies seven different levers that you can pull that will improve your net profit figure at the end. And really that's what we're talking about here. So most people will yeah. get to that sales figure and they'll be like, oh, how am I ever going to hit that? Mm-hmm. As if like, I'm going to have to double my turnover. I'm never yeah. going to be able to achieve that. Yeah. Uh, well, it, it might not all be sales. It might not all be just be new leads. So yeah. it might um, not be new customers. So if, if I'm just going to rattle off the seven ways to grow, mm-hmm. um, they are uh, your conversion rate. Mm-hmm. Um, how well you convert, oh, sorry, I should start at retention rate. Your retention rate. How well do you retain your existing customers? Yeah, you don't want a leaky bucket yep. of sales. So yep. that's people who are using it already, but then leaving. Yep. That's so, going to be impossible to grow. So you might not need to attract a single new customer. It might just be about retaining the ones you've got. And maybe increasing your prices, yep. as an example. We'll get to that. Yep. So the next one is new leads. That's traditionally what people would think of they need to do. So that's doing your marketing, getting more people in the door, getting more inquiries on your website, whatever it is. That's new, new customers to you. Mm-hmm. The third one is converting those leads into actual sales. Mm. So you might be getting enough leads already, but you're just converting a very small amount of them. Well, this might mean you need to improve that conversion. True. Uh, the next one is how often those people actually buy from you. So mm-hmm. if you're selling a product, um, how often do they buy that product from you? If you're buying yeah. a set service, same thing. They buy it once every three months. Well, yeah. let's make them buy it once every two months. Yep. 
And then the next one is the uh, transaction value, which is what Tim was saying before. You might just have to charge them all or you might be able to bundle things together yeah, or whatever it is. A few add-ons, uh, value yep. add. Yep. Would you like fries with that basically? Yep. Mm. Uh, and all, those five key areas then are five of the seven ways and they all affect that sales. And But you can only see one of them was only to do with new, new customers. Definitely, yeah. definitely. Uh, but that's not all. That's uh, only five. No. There's and two more. So you don't have to always just hit that sales goal we identified earlier. If you've reduced some of your costs or improve your gross profit margin, your, that sales goal will actually be less. So you might have less work to do to get there just by one, improving your gross profit margin, which means paying less for your inputs. So there might be a, a deal you can make with your supplier. Take advantage of some discounts. Uh, change suppliers. Mm. Uh, then the next one there is... Um, improve your overheads. So all those fixed mm. costs that we're talking about, you just might be able to find better deals for those, get rid of expenses you don't need. And that's like restructuring your business sort of. Yeah. I mean, you don't want to trim the muscles from yeah. your business, which is mm. the essentials. Trim the fat only. You want to trim the visceral fat. Trim the visceral fat. Yeah, you want to improve that. You want to improve the, um, uh, the lean mass index. Improve the lean mass. Do a DEXA scan of your business. Do, Do a DEXA scan of your expenses. <laughs> And uh, trim the fat. Yep. Uh, but yeah, like, you know, for example, mm. invest in technology or equipment to make your capacity higher. Yep. So you're, you're increasing efficiency, yep. which means that uh, you may have a one large off expense now, mm. but you can reduce your overheads yep. in a year, in two years, in three years. Yep. Um, or you can keep them the same, but you can actually move towards... Uh, increasing your sales by 30, 50, 100%. Yep. So it could also be um, as small as getting a better phone deal, improving, you know, subscriptions oh, you don't need and canceling so, some. For so many yep. businesses, just the electricity bill yeah. is one of the big ones. Turn aircon off in areas you're not using. Yeah. Stuff like that. And and you might think, oh, that's, that's going to help my business. But it's all of those things added together. And that's the point of the seven ways to grow. It's many small things added together make a big difference, not yep. just all eggs in one basket to make the improvement. Yeah. Balance yep. the load um, and try and increase mm. your leads by one more a month than yeah. what you have now. Try and retain... Mm. 99 or 98% of your existing customers. Yeah. A, um, a healthy business has a load for, uh, less than one. Uh, around 0.94 is ideal. Uh, this is based off your DEXA scan. Yes, it's based on my DEXA. <laughs> uh, all right, so that's, that's the seven ways. So once you identify those seven ways, you can set actions in each of those to get towards the budget and the goal that you set before. You may now be able to change that budget because mm. you can say, oh, I've identified five ways I can reduce my overheads mm. by 10 grand. Yep. And I've identified a way to improve my gross profit margin by 1%. So let me change that in my budget and see what my sales goal mm. is now. It'd be a massive change. And then you set the actions to achieve that new sales goal. So that's, that's how those two things working together. So we've identified where you want to go. We've identified how you get there. Mm. And now it's actually doing it. Yeah. And that's the hard part. I mean, we, mm. we all sit down, we do this strategy planning. Mm. We, you know, dream big. And then we go get busy. Mm -hmm. And uh, you forget about everything. And yeah. that's where like cash flow projections are often, yeah. you know, people just get bored by them because they're not actually used no. you don't carry them around with you and then at the end of each month check how you went against yep. the budget uh so that's where the the third part of yeah. today comes in and that's the bank account system the cash flow bank account system yeah which you could call profit first you could call 
cash flow improvement, you could call it whatever you want. Yeah. Bank account system. But essentially, um, it's just setting up a series of bank accounts that have different functions. One collects all of your revenue. So you can identify your sales goal from step one in the bottom up budget and any adjustments you've made after doing the seven ways to grow. Uh, and that becomes the goal for that account each month or you divide it by two if you want to do it every fortnight. Mm. And that account just earns that much revenue. So if you open up your banking app, mm. you can see every two weeks, am I hitting my sales target or am I not? Mm. You don't have to open up your accounting software. You don't have to do a single thing. It's just in your bank account. Am I hitting it or not? Mm. Then you have another account. Guess what? It's the opposite of sales. Expenses, Expenses. and payments and loans. Do I have enough to pay my bills? Am I leaving enough in that account at the end of the month, which means I'm actually spending less? Mm. Am I improving? And that's just the first yeah. distinction, really. Mm. So a lot of businesses just have all of their income and all of their expenses in the same bank account. Yep. Um, so just splitting those two out is a really good start. Uh, most people have a tax account already. So there's yep. the next one. Tax account. Tax account. Keep the tax account. Just make it systemized to mm. put enough money in there every fortnight when you empty out that revenue account. Mm. Uh, for your GST and your income tax. Yep. Uh, profit account, put money away for profit before you pay any expenses. That's force the yourself profit first. Yeah, force yourself to live off what's left. Yep. Not what, uh, not take what's left, but yep. live off what's left. I'm a big fan of that because mm. it's like arbitrarily, this percentage of my revenue needs to be profit. Yep. And therefore, that's going to like leave my business and benefit me. Yep. Because uh, exactly. most business owners make a profit. Who make a profit? Yep probably feel guilty taking that out mm. of the actual business and then it's not actual profit. Absolutely. It just stays there and becomes expenses. Yep. And then the last step there is uh, the last account would be owner's wages or owner's comp. Um, and that's just about increasing your wage every fortnight, giving you a bonus or you can even use it to give your staff a bonus. Um, mm. So that's just very quickly those accounts. The idea is you empty that revenue every fortnight at set percentages into the other four accounts and that's how you run your business. So you can open up your phone and at any point see exactly how the business is going, mm. how much tax have I got, am I hitting my sales targets, am I spending uh, too much money or not enough, uh, am I um, saving money? Yeah. Uh, if you want more detail on how to calculate those things, as I said, we've done a whole episode yep. on this exact topic and you can go back and listen to that. Um, but really what I want to point out today is that these three things together form a basis of just very quickly creating a profit and cash flow plan. Yeah. So good. I mean, you could probably just pluck numbers for your bank accounts. Yeah. And uh, yeah, do a bit of reality checking mm. too. Like, oh, well, I'm, I'm going to try and hit this much in sales plus mm -hmm. GST. Yeah. Because it's the cash amount includes GST. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to have this much in expenses. Yep. Which is the percentage of that is... Mm this divided by this yep there you go there's your first two bank accounts yep. done 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 and then just pick a number for tax yeah hopefully <laughs> and then hopefully there's some profit left yeah. over and there's <laughs> you can start with the profit percentage first but um but yeah uh that 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 should be basically pretty easy to do it may not be perfect but yep. just get started on it and um and then live to that system of whether it's once a fortnight yep. once a month uh, empty your revenue account into the other bank accounts. Yep. And um, and you will start to get a feel on whether your percentages are right. Yep, that's mm. right. I think we should name this something cool like the quick cash flow and profit system. Mm. Oh, why don't we just make it like... The drunky heaps method. Less, heaps less accounting. Yeah. The drunky method. The Heather, Heather likes to tell us we're very vague when we name things. Uh, so the... The drunky method to improve your profit and cash flow. No. Okay. Too long? 
The drunky method to improve your coinage. <laughs> coinage. Coinage. Like Bitcoinage? Yeah, whatever. Whatever coin whatever coinage is to you. Um, but that's it. That's all you gotta do. It's pretty simple. It's not that hard. You can give it a try. You Go could, do it right now. You could uh, listen to our episodes. You mm-hmm. can also ask us or your accountant or your bookkeeper for some help. Yeah. Because a lot of accountants and bookkeepers have been exposed to those types of things. So um, yeah, it's worth doing. Worth doing. Do it now. What are you waiting for? Hit hit pause. I'm gonna wait, I'm gonna wait and leave it right now. Go. Quick. Go do it. We'll wait here for you. <laughs> and you're done. All right, great. It's a, it doesn't take long. doesn't take long. All right. But, but that's it. That's all you got to do. Let's move on. That's it for the day. Tim, do you have another thing? Uh, yes. Yes, I do. It was, was on my phone. Let me just pull it out. Oh, it says basmati rice. That's my shopping list. <laughs> uh, oh, this. Oh, no, that's a tight ass tip. Mm. No, I do have I do have another thing, actually. Yep. I installed an irrigation system a few years ago. Mm-hmm. And um, it was like a hundred bucks uh, for the main, the main cost of the water pump. Mm. You just put a bunch of like tubes around your garden and it just pushes water out and mm. it drips mm. into your garden. I remember you talking about this. Yeah. yeah. And then it died. Like the battery acid killed the device. <laughs> and it's taken me two years to buy a new one. Yeah. But the technology advancement in that time, Dan, is very exciting. It's like really cool. AI? Uh, no, it's not. No. AI. <laughs> so, I don't know. You tell me. Mm. So it will, it knows where I live because yep. I've told it. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's called Beehive. Mm. B-H-Y-V-E. Mm. And um, it will not water on a given day if it knows it's, it's going to rain. rain, which was always a gripe of mine with the old one. Yeah. And it wasn't like Bluetooth or anything. Else. So if yeah. it was raining, I had to go outside Turn to the off. tap and like t- t- tell it to not water that day. Mm. And that was really annoying. So I'd get this, like, we'd get this huge downpour of rain and then it would still water for 20 minutes. Mm. I'd be like, ah, that's just a waste, isn't it? So this is heaps better. That heaps is good. Better. And even just the, the very fact I can switch it on from my phone in the comfort of my lounge room. That's a big technology change. In like three years. And it's like the same price. It was 130 bucks. Huge. Bluetooth Wi-Fi. Bluetooth Wi-Fi. Nice. Which is good. You want the Wi-Fi. You need the Wi-Fi. The Bluetooth's annoying. Yeah. Uh, so that's my other thing is uh, irrigation system. Hmm. And since I installed it, it's rained every day. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't really know if it works or not. Uh, that's a good no, one. It definitely works. That's a good one. Um, what about you, Dan? Get another thing? My other thing this week uh, is... Uh, um, it's not really another thing. It's more of a story. I, oh, I like stories. Um, we played golf on Friday. We did. We played golf and um, I won. There's no further explanation <laughs> or caveats needed. You want to say that. we? No, no. You want to say we? I won. Won? I won. Like your team? Yeah, sure. Won? You are on the winning team. Listen, there's many people in my team who support me in my life. And yeah, you're right. I should give credit to those people. How many shots of yours did you actually use again? <laughs> Couldn't count them. Couldn't count them. Couldn't count them. Oh, I won. Uh, <laughs> I went to the driving range the next day. Did you? Yeah, and uh, snapped my driver. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't go by yourself. The head did you go with Orford? No. Nah. You went by yourself? No, I didn't go by myself. Who did you go with? Your cousin. No. Oh. <laughs> Your lady friend. <laughs> You're with your lady friend. Maybe. Anyway. Um, mum. Yeah, me mum. Uh, snapped my driver. 
And it was just because- Were you uh, trying to swing too hard? You were trying to show off. And I didn't even hit the ground. I just hit the ball. And this like, I heard a sound and I looked like I tilted the thing up and the head just fell off. Oh my God. I, um, look, I would offer you my spare driver, mm. but um, you've always said no to it. So now I, I'm not going to give it I don't it. think I need one. I've got, I hit better with one of my woods anyway. <laughs> so I think I'm just going to hit with those. Oh my God. I can't believe you went to the driving range. Yep. <laughs> Wait. So the person you went with, yeah. how did they go? Were they pretty good? Very good. They have their own set of clubs? They or? do, yeah. Good at golf. Great at golf. So were they giving you like... Gave me some tips. Tips? Gave me some pointers. Really? Yeah, yeah. Was, it like, was there some like, it's all in the hips? There was some hip action. It's all there was some in hip the action. hips. Yeah. Really? <laughs> wow. Wow. Anyway. What driving range did you go to? Kingcumber? Yeah. Hmm. Jeez. Moral of the story. It's all news to me. Um, I may be in the market for a new driver. And I've got uh, one in my boot you can have, like literally. <laughs> We've got three drivers, two of them. They're not very good, but they're better than yours. I actually, I actually do think I have a different yours. driver in my bag that's in the um, mm. in the basement. Just use one of mine. Mm. Yours is so bad. They are bad. Yours are so, are bad. so bad. But uh, it doesn't fix the, what do they say? The $500 driver doesn't yeah. fix the $2 swing. 50, 50 cent swing. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's me. That's me. That's me. That's me. Oh, update. Swing room is progressing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, have you used it's, it? No. I don't have it set up yet. Oh, like, okay. It's yeah. almost Need the cameras and built. the blinds. And yeah, I've got the camera, but I just need the, all the golf stuff. stuff. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. It needs to be finished first. Right. And then I'll buy all the golf stuff. But it is progressing. Actually, it's I was at there. the gym with Orford Men on the street and he yeah. was texting. I was like, who are you texting? It's like Tim about his swing room. <laughs> Yeah, you guys must yeah. have been texting. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm buying a mat mm. from King Cumber Driving Range. Really? Yeah. Is that where it is? Yeah, that's where Orford bought his from. Ah, it's I've told it's Orford. Like anyway, I won't get into it. I'm going to buy one from him. Yeah, and uh, and yeah, he gave me the dude's number, Swano. I'll be speaking to you soon, Swano. Might have been the one I snapped my uh, club on. <laughs> <laughs> Probably was. All right. Well, if you want to listen to any of our other podcasts, find us on all the apps you find podcasts. You can also go to our website, twodrunkaccountants.com.au. You can find us on social media, Two Drunk Accountants. Uh, send us an email, twodrunkpodcast at gmail.com. And we will speak to you all next week. Calculator. Bye. Bye.